You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, Siva Kumar says, Anarchism, is it a plausible idea? I like to think that we are all generally and genuinely good people and would be perfect without the order of authority as Locke sort of believed. But the truth of the matter is that reality has set certain standards. I would love to know what you guys think, so writes Siva Kumar. Siva, I think that the problem you get into pretty quickly with anarchy, let's say, is that something will take the place of the anarchy. And the absolute anarchy, which would involve a number of bad actors, if you will, is just not feasible, not tolerable over long term. No population is going to tolerate that. Anarchists, in quotes, are just really opponents of the current regime and want something in its place. They may not be revealing that immediately. Nothing close to absolute anarchy has worked. Thus, I think anarchists are just people who are tired, cranky, don't like the government, but at worst are usurpers, and at best, they're ball punters. I guess it's not nice to call anarchists names. Sorry. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for the New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. In response to this question, I, there was a really great post from Al Evans who says, I think a lot of anarchism today is the belief that when you get beyond local, there should be no government. While this has a certain appeal, it really wouldn't work. If New York was attacked by Newark, Queens could either help Manhattan or let it fall, unless they had a predefined mutual defense. And even then, they could sell out to the New Jersey city for some consideration. Al, that's a good analogy for anarchism there. But what about the Bronx? I mean, if there's going to be a fight, I want the BX on my side. Seriously, though, I think there's actually a point that you make, as funny as your example is. 
as to what happens when a system breaks up. Warlords take control and then want the thing, uh, then someone's going to want to be the big warlord. But even in a more friendly system, let's zip back to 1785, where a group of representatives from Maryland and a group from Virginia meet to resolve a Potomac water dispute. Shays Rebellion is going on, there's currency issues, there's interstate squabbling over territory, even some gunfire between states. It's becoming obvious that states couldn't always resolve common problems. This led to the Annapolis Convention and eventually the Philadelphia Convention and the Constitution. It was formed because of two equal fears. The fear of anarchy, that the rabble would take the property from the property owners but also the fear of invaders from the outside, the British, the French, the Spanish, that they might take over some of our independent states. So this nation tried it. It wasn't anarchy, but they tried a very decentralized system, and it just wasn't tenable, at least in that early stage, because we feared that some big warlord, if you will, was going to come in. Hello all, Eric Rivenis with the Most Notorious Podcast here. Each week I interview an author or historian about a historical true crime, tragedy, or disaster. Subject matter ranges from gunslingers to Gilded Age murder to gangsters to fires to pirates to wild prison breaks. My guests bring their incredible knowledge directly to you. Please subscribe to Most Notorious on your favorite podcast app. Cheers and have a safe tomorrow.